right. Hi, guys. Uh, welcome to the Is This Okay podcast. Uh, you're with your uh, host, Renee Stanko, and her uh, beautiful, <laughs> funny, uh, talkative, uh, verbose, vivacious, gregarious wow. uh, co-host, Different. Uh, Sally Torgiani. Hey. Hey. Guys. <laughs> um, we have a very uh, special guest uh, today. We're talking with uh, Sarah Salem. Uh, they are the uh, Poughkeepsie's council member at large. Okay. A large and in charge. Congratulations. Thank Thanks so much. Woo! Um, yes. Also, the uh, director of development, right, for right. the Duchess out Outreach. Right. Yes. Pretty exciting, and also a Marist alum. Yes. Shout out Foxes. What up, Red Foxes? Yeah. What year did you graduate? Um, I actually just graduated. I just finished my bachelor's degree this summer. Wow. Um, and thank you, thank you so much. And I had been ten years um, separated, I could say, from having gone to school mm -hmm. and then not having completed my degree and mm -hmm. then decided to kind of jump into it. Um, so I started back last fall and I took classes while, you know, doing all the other things. Oh my God, you do so much. I try, I try to keep busy, um, just, you know, to keep myself in the community and, you know, making sure my time is being used productively um, to, mm -hmm. you know, to the benefit of everybody. And I like being busy. Yeah, that's yeah, you make me feel lazy. No. I'm doing all this not. research on you, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I need to get on this I level. To, like, I have my vision board, and I got my planner, and I just don't know. Like, Sarah's living out the vision board, Renee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I noticed you really like to uh, cycle. Like, you're... Yes, yeah, so I just got really um, more into bike riding recently. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I go every first Saturday starting in April, running until November, the city of Poughkeepsie has a group called Spoke, and we do an eight-ward bike ride oh, through no the city. Way. It's really great, and it's supposed to uh, raise awareness on cyclist safety cool. and kind of just put bikes out on the streets in the city of Poughkeepsie so that motorists see that we're riding on the streets and we're supposed to be riding on the streets, and, and we need to share the streets. Um, so it's just another way to build bike infrastructure, uh, and it's really fun. It's a wily group of people. It's always mm -hmm. like, you know, a mix of different kinds of people, mostly who live in the city of Poughkeepsie, but you don't have to, to ride. Uh, and it's for all age levels. But yeah, so, so that kind of like kicked me in gear, I'll say, um, <laughs> with bike riding. And mm -hmm. then I had the opportunity to do the Scenic Hudson Farmland Cycle Tour, oh. which was insane. 45 miles through all the farms uh, in around the area of Red Hook, Upper Dutchess County and Columbia County. Cool. Uh, so that kind of like I now consider myself a real cyclist. Oh, how long how does how long does it take to complete a bike tour like that? The 45 miler, uh, it probably took a solid three hours. Oh, OK. Yeah, not too, too long. It was leisurely. It wasn't a race or anything. Um, that's me. Sorry. That's my phone. <laughs> that's okay. All of us reach onto the table for now. Because our busy. Like that's right. Busy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fun. It was for all age levels. And Scenic oh, Hudson so throws cool. that. And so they put it on every uh, September and it's a free ride. Uh, and they offer you lunch at the end by farmers and chefs. And it's just mm -hmm. like a really great day. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And this year we got um, jerseys for City of Poughkeepsie. Uh, people Ooh. that wanted to ride with us, they could wear their cool City of Poughkeepsie PK Go jersey, which was really exciting. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. And you awesome. like probably like people that like don't, you know, 
always like going out or getting like they don't like drinking they could just do that and meet more people exactly. who have similar interests mm -hmm. yeah it's a nice alternative to kind of the nightlife scene mm -hmm. it's you know the day life scene uh in the city and it is it's great for the community members who aren't too too familiar with the city of poughkeepsie too because we are riding through every single ward on the spoke eight ward ride and cool. um, a lot of the times we have different kinds of themes for the ride. So we'll mm -hmm. have like, um, you know, streets and planning or indigenous places of Poughkeepsie was one that I led. And we made different kinds of stops and stops and talked about our indigenous past here um, on the land. And, you know, what the river was used. Just a number of different oh, kinds of things awesome. we do. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that's so much fun. Mm -hmm. when, when does that start this year for 2020? Our first ride is going to be the first Saturday of April. Ooh, we should do it. Yeah, should. Let's you do should it. come. I, I have a bike. Uh, I have a bike too. I've never used it. <laughs> My dad bought me a bike and Perfect. it was a lot of money. And he's like, You've never, <laughs> you never brought it out. I was like, Where am I going to run? Or where am I going to run? Exactly. I'm like, Where am I going to ride it? The walkway? And he's just like, Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Don't go anywhere else alone because my parents don't like when I'm alone. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, we <laughs> don't have the best, um, you know, bike infrastructure in the city. And so it's not that safe to ride. But when you're in a critical mass, it's it's safer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's I, I so have, fun. I've done the trail from um, LaGrangeville to yeah. like the, the Gold's Gym all the way up to the walkway. Oh, nice. And that's that a good was ride. so nice. It was a really nice we're gonna ride. We're going to play bumper cars with the bikes. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're fun. not. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, my God. Let's do it. I have to wear a helmet normally just to like get around my everyday life. I'm so clumsy, but you're going to play bumper cars. Okay. Just watch out. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll be I'm watching in. for I'm you. I'm into it. If I see you. I'm there. I'm, yeah. I will. And every like Saturday? From every first Saturday. Yeah. So okay, every first uh, of the month. So it's following first Fridays. Just wake up in the morning and, and meet. We meet on the east end of the walkway. Fun. Yeah. And there's a Facebook page, Spoke uh, Poughkeepsie. And you can sign up for our mailing list if you're interested. And I both I encourage you both to do it. And I'll see you in oh, April. Oh, nice! On the right That's so cool. Yeah, I need. To, I'm one of my goals is to do a triathlon. Nice. So hopefully by April you'll see me and I'll just be like jacked and ready to do the cycling portion oh, of yeah. the. Yeah, I want to do a half marathon. I'm uh, nice. That's a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. So, I think you, I think you can do it. Yeah, half marathon. I don't need to do a triathlon. We have I don't think I'm that good at I'm good at teaching spin classes, mm -hmm. but like I know cycling on the road is way different. Yeah. Or outside. I mean, I feel like if because you're a spinner and you're, you know, an yeah. advanced spinner. I haven't gone to your spin class, but I will get there, I promise you. Um, but yeah, I feel like it can't be I mean, the hills in that aspect is probably a little different. Yeah. My brother does it and he is just like it's so bad. <laughs> He's like, it's so much harder because he has the Peloton at home and he was doing the Peloton every day. Lost uh -huh. like 50 pounds. Wow. Shout out Peloton, sponsor us. <laughs> but, That'd be nice. Yeah. One right? day. One day. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds nice. <laughs> One day. So yeah, he was just like, it was so much harder than I thought. But I'm excited to try it because yeah. I like a challenge. Heck yeah. No, it's a good, definitely a challenge. And that's the, so I'm a runner uh, myself. Yeah, your legs are like the best legs Whoa, I've ever seen. thank you. That's a huge compliment <laughs> and I will take it. And I appreciate Woo. that. Thank you. Um, it's because I run and I bike and I, and I ski and all those things. But I mean, biking gives you those endorphins like running doesn't even touch, which is really interesting. Interesting. Really? It's really weird. And I think it's because, you know, when you hit the hill, it's mm -hmm. hard. 
and it's a super challenge, but I'm, um, you know, a glutton for punishment. And I do not let myself stop up the hill. And so cool. once you get to that, the crest and you're hitting the downhill, it's just like, wow, I did it. And you feel it too. You know, oh, it's just like that nice. rush because nice. you're going faster and in running, it's a, it's a steady pace. You should have, I mean, in my mind, it's a steady pace. So it's a little bit yeah. different. It's still just as good. Yeah. Well, I always thought like I, I could never find the runner's high. I was like, this is fake. Everything's <laughs> fake. Uh, even if you smoke before you run, it's still fake. Mm. It's not real. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. And I noticed when I teach spin classes, like afterwards, I'm so like level headed. I'm clear. I'm like focused. And I'm like, cool, I can do my day. Mm -hmm. I said mm -hmm. like so many times and that little bit as I was speaking, mm. it's fine. Mm -hmm. You're a public speaker. I am. Well, yes. Pretty yes. much. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy speaking publicly. Uh, it, it's part of my job. I, I feel guess. like you're not saying likes at all. I know. It's weird. You know, I, <laughs> I think I used to say like, uh, and yeah, I just, it's just practice, honestly, is yeah. what kind of transitioned me from using filler statements and taking time and pausing and, and things like that. Um, it's been very useful perfect for comedy that's cool yeah because we're not you know when i'm on stage i never use likes and then i i feel like talking to people one-on-one -on -one, i really i use them a lot mm -hmm. yeah yeah because mm -hmm. yeah, you both do comedy also mm -hmm. that's awesome very yeah. how renee and i met uh -huh. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna do a high five but then you like reached across and touched your shoulder touched my shoulder Okay, that's, that's good. This is very heartwarming. <laughs> For those of you, you can't see what's happening, but it's very She's heartwarming. She's just touching my shoulder, and I'm like, that's okay. That's, okay. that's good. No, but so, did you, were you always a public speaker? Where no. did you oh, get that? I was an that? incredible introvert growing up. When I was a kid, you couldn't, if you talk to my parents, they, my mom especially will recall how shy I was um, mm -hmm. as, as a child. And then I just pushed myself out there and I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing mm -hmm. and practicing. Um, and then I just deci I decided that I love speaking in public. Wow. <laughs> I know. And so it was a it was a shift and I couldn't even describe it. I'm obviously I'm not doing a great job, but it was just kind of like you're doing it, a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I, it's just pushing yourself there and it really sometimes you feel like you're tanking and you're getting nervous and you're sweating and everybody's looking at oh, you. Oh, the, the sweats. <laughs> oh. Those are so hard. I especially hard. that must be hard for a politician because if you have the sweats and then you have to go like talk to people <laughs> right. one on yeah. one. Right. No, it's, yeah. it's a bad look. It's not a good look. Um, but then eventually it all goes away and, mm -hmm. you know, you just find yourself hitting the flow and, and that's when, you know, it just feels so nice and, and you're able to effectively communicate too. That's, that's, that's the key. Cause a lot of people talk, but right. if they're, what they're saying doesn't land on the people that they're trying to influence and it means nothing. Right. Like that, that whole crowd reaction and the ability to really inspire people. Right. Right. And y'all mm -hmm. know that like you're hitting the laughs, right? The laugh yes. lines. It's always yep. about the laughs. That must be nerve. I don't know what laughs are anymore, so it's fine. Okay. We're not going to spiral. <laughs> The comedian spiral. I'm not the funny. <laughs> <Spiral>. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't mm. know if this is working. Yeah. But I mean, I think for um, for someone like a public figure like yourself, you really know when it hits, when people come back to you afterwards. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that how you know? It's a kind absolutely. Of, yeah. I, you know, I try and look out into, for instance, when I'm on uh, at the city council meetings, I look mm -hmm. out and see how it's landing on people. I really, really want to see you know, facial expressions or none whatsoever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, in public, when I'm speaking at an event, 
it's the same thing. I'm trying to vibe as much as I can off the people that are in front of me and I adjust as needed. Um, and I think that that's really important. It's kind of like active presentation. The same as active listening is so important too. Right. Yeah. Um, Renee's so, not good at that. Oh, really? <laughs> it's hard. That's another hard thing is to like listen to what people are asking you for. Are you even listening right now? I she might just, be and she's like, she might just think of something like to roast me on. And I know, I feel like I might know what it I'm is. Digging. <laughs> I'm digging. More. But what I really wanted to ask was, do, do council members need hype men? Because absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Just in case. I love hype people. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you needed us as some hype, you know, because Barack Obama had, uh, is it, is it? Uh, key what's, what's you know like key and peel the the, oh, the guy the guy from the guy from key and peel yeah, yeah, yeah. was his like translator and i thought that was so funny i, I can't oh, remember his first name awesome. and i feel so silly for not remembering i'm so sorry jordan that's, peel if you're listening like please well, okay D hair or no hair no hair key key i know nice. but <laughs> nice but what's his first name i don't key know. michael anthony <laughs> key Anyway, it's key and peel. Anyway, so he was like the translator for Barack <laughs> Obama, right? So if you need a translator, if you feel like, you know, you, people are not really picking up your vibe. Yeah. I feel like just Yeah, come just to the city know. council meeting. You know? When are they? Uh, Monday nights. So okay. it's every other Monday, usually, unless there's mm -hmm. a holiday. So, for instance, our next meeting will be January 21st, a Tuesday. January 21st. Because MLK Day is on the 20th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But they're, you know, the, the calendar's online on the City of Poughkeepsie website, cityofpoughkeepsie.com. Mm. And they're always lively and there's, you know, different kinds of items of business on the agenda. And it's interesting, too, when there is, um, for instance, one of the first resolutions we passed this year was a locality resolution, which is a memorializing resolution, which essentially is just kind of like making a statement up to Albany on behalf of a city. And so oh. this one was to um, oppose the fracked gas power plant that they're proposing down in Newburgh, the oh, dance awesome. camera. That's so we great. passed it um, because, you know, it's horrible for the environment. We shouldn't be fracking. Mm. It's uh, not, you know, we should be encouraging renewable energy generation and we need to end our reliance on fossil fuels. But anyways, mm -hmm. for that, there are a number of nonprofit organizations that are helping with that cause throughout the Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. And so it's part of our job as council members to ask them to come out to speak during public comment for the benefit of the public, for the benefit of the, of the, of the other council members. See, sometimes I get all hung up on my own words. <laughs> um, Still delivered great. perfectly. Yeah. Thank you. Mind you, zero like and ums on that. <laughs> but it, it, makes a, it makes a huge difference. And, you know, through a number of different kinds of initiatives that we've been engaged with over the last two years, we've had more students coming out to speak at oh, meetings and awesome. people who had never once stepped foot in city hall for the first time would come speak at meetings. And that to me is the most rewarding part of what we do is when community actually wants to come in and sit down and actually use their voice. Right. I would like to do that. Okay. Yeah. Which is the best council meeting you've had and the worst council meeting. So, uh, that <laughs> is, there a, looks like there's been some, you know, there <laughs> with the reaction there, there's, it's always a mixed bag, you know? Um, and so my, so my best, my most memorable as a positive experience council meeting, I would have to say is, um, when we passed the municipal ID legislation for the city of Poughkeepsie, because of the turnout 
because of the community members that were gathering and in support of the initiative and the reaction, their reaction to a passing of a legislation, it was like fire. And it was so exciting. I'm like, are we in a legislative meeting or is this like, you know, some other kind of event? (laughs) Um, So that was one of my most memorable, positive experiences on the council. And, you know, the challenges, they come up as as chair, I can tell you, uh, I'm entering a realm of, I would say, legislative influence that will kind of bring out um, those issues that, you know, it's going to happen. We're going to have disagreements on the floor right. and we're going to have members of the public that are going to, you know, um, try and, and, and use their influence as well, which is within their right. Um, and it, it definitely adds to uh, the atmosphere of the meeting and it, it can be a challenging environment. But, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I've learned through this entirety of my time on the council and in politics and in, you know, legislating is that all you can do is take it as it comes and then your reaction is just, you know, then determined by what the next best thing to do is. Or in, in our case, how do we move from that? I know that's how you should literally treat every scenario that you you encounter in life yeah right. but for me i have to remember it <laughs> i just have to remind myself all the time like i can only do what i can do with what i have and right, right now all i have is myself and my colleagues and we have all you know um we have the ability to kind of just take it in that way you're so right. grounded yeah thank you thank you it's hard it's definitely lots of coping skills years of therapy um and Amen. shout out linda hill serious serious <laughs> good i don't i don't know if oh, linda shit. would appreciate you doing that <laughs> Whoops. i don't know if you're supposed linda, to you be. saved me kind of <laughs> What's the year? There. When's your birthday? Gemini, June 8th. Oh yeah, my I knew God. this. I this is a Gemini party right now. Oh my God. I know. But how are you? Just this is great. I, we're all so great, right? We but are like, pretty great. Renee, are we though? <laughs> I feel like I don't. I think y'all are great. <laughs> we're all Gemini's. Yes, yeah. I remember that. I'm oh, so excited. It's right cool. Now. I feel like I feel like being a Gemini helps you be like Sarah's ex- the best Gemini. And boom, our stereotype, we're not that bad. No, I don't understand it, actually. And what the stereotype is that we act and then think. Yeah. <laughs> we act first, think later. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe not. You know, that's all I have to say. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Um, no, but, I, you know, I feel like uh, Gemini's, it, there have been a lot of uh public leaders that have been gemini's mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> it's interesting so, trump i mean is he a gemini he's a gemini no, no way yes, uh, we didn't uh, want to i maybe i should have brought that, that up, up. It's, it's <laughs> so he, just, he just yucked my yum but like <laughs> see did. you're a gemini and you're bringing such like peace like, peace yeah so much peace i mean we're drinking herbal tea mm, talking peachy. about how to make poughkeepsie a better place like we're <laughs> doing say make poughkeepsie great again <laughs> don't say it why would i say that no, but like what you basically said is the same thing it's kind of funny is it fine 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 is we want to fight me the same i'll pour the tea on you you spill the tea all right. Okay. Um, Gemini power. Yeah. Gemini gang. Gang gang. We could start a gang. That sounds great. Gemini yeah. gang. Gemini gang. Mm. We'll get hats. I like that. Hats sound good. Oh, 
Jerseys. let's get some hats. Okay. Matching tattoos. Are we there yet? Oh, uh, baby. Nope. Never. Never. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sally wants to get so many tattoos like on her forearm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, you have them them Oh, you do have one. On yeah. Um, I do. I want them all on my forearm. I'm gonna get. <laughs> so I have this uh, scripture. My friend Matt uh, took his own life, so I always wanted. So sorry. Thank you. Um, so I always wanted a scripture like w- from Matthew on it, mm-hmm. and it was basically like he really needed to hear this. Like heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Like, just like this is gonna go away. Like that's all he needed mm-hmm. in right. that moment, yeah. and that's not what he got. So that really sucked. But I want to get my dog right here. Mm. <laughs> my cute. cat, cute, <laughs> very cute, and Gemini on the side. Right okay, maybe I'll do it. Right? Maybe you've convinced me. Oh wow, that was fast. That was fast. That's because we're Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. We're so persuasive. <laughs> Just we're so charismatic. Use all our persuasion mm-hmm. powers. Um, what got you involved in all of this? Yeah. Sure. So, um, so my work at Duchess Outreach, I we do food access and emergency relief, um, and we provide an emergency supply of food for individuals who are in need. We have a hot meal program. We have a mobile farmers market. We grow food. Uh, we have clothing. Uh, we do one-time grants to prevent utility termination and provide uh, prescriptions to people that need them. So we do. We have a number of different kinds of services, but wow. we're serving the population of the city of Poughkeepsie and Dutchess County that are most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so in that work, I was seeing firsthand, and I still do see firsthand, the parts of our community that aren't working, um, mm-hmm. and that really helps to inform my direction forward in policy. But, you know, it was 2016, Trump just won. Say his name yeah. again. Ugh, so horrible. I didn't want to say it at all. But here we are talking about him. It's okay. Anyways, it's okay. this is what the, this is for. This Gotta is what let it out. <laughs> Trump just won. I was gathering with friends and family, mostly in Beacon, and mm-hmm. you know, just having talks about what we can do and how we can plug in. I went down to Washington in January for the Women's March. Yeah. So inspiring. I I it was. It was that was one of the most memorable experiences of my young adult life. I can say that, was that right. Great. That was a great. Yeah, it was too? so good. Yeah, I went down with a wow. couple of friends. We made nice. um, we made like posters and um, I, I had like this huge um, upside down flag that Amazing. I would wrap around. Yeah. You wore it as like a shirt? Kind of. You're not really supposed to wear the flag. So I wear kind <gasps> of like a cape. <laughs> I wear like a cape. So it wasn't it wasn't technically illegal. Um, so, oh. but it means like the flag upside down means like the country is in distress. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, but it was, it wasn't an amazing so experience. So inspiring. So many yeah. people, all positive vibes. Not once people were just like, we were in front of the, um, Native American museum wow. and, my mom had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, good luck. You're not ever going to get there. She didn't just yeah. get there. She came back and she had like a new pussy hat. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, where did you get that hat? <laughs> Everybody was that. making friends. And it was, like, it, giving was out it was stuff. so encouraging. I just felt like the power was there. Um, and so that happened. And then I continued to gather with friends and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I started to train for the walkway half marathon. So I was running a lot and I was considering it, but I didn't know. I didn't, in my mind, I wasn't there. I wasn't like, mm-hmm. I want to run for office. Uh, but I was close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I ran the half marathon in June. 
and I got done and I was pumped on that runner's high, which was real at that point. Cause I'm like 13 miles and it was like an extremely hot day. Yeah. So it was hot. huge. And I like collapsed to the ground. I'm being really dramatic. And I said <laughs> to my friends and family, I'm going to run for office. And they're like, what? Wait, I'm like, yes, I'm doing this. <laughs> and I had to decide at that point. Cause we had to go out and collect petition signatures. And it was like, making that decision and really committing to it. And that's when I did that. I remember making the commitment at that point. And I was kind of like on the runner high, but it was real. And so I never looked back. It's real and it happened. Oh, yep. And it great. happened. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that I had that kind of insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I couldn't think of a better way to plug in rather than to do work in our local communities right now. And that's why I feel so, um, you know, strongly towards this, community i love the city of poughkeepsie i see what it can be i know it can get there i just know we have to do some work to to move it forward yeah there's so much potential right Mm -hmm. that's the potential hashtag Hashtag i was waiting for you to do that yeah no there is there is a lot of potential Mm -hmm. it's growing a lot um you know just where I, I since I was here, you guys put up the I don't know who put it up, but mm-hmm. the PK Go is like it's blocking where my old studio parking lot used to be, where yeah. all the homeless people lived. Right, the the alleyway. Yep. Yeah, yeah. like ev- like they they would have like board meetings outside as women are just like walking in trying to take classes or yeah. like cat calling them. I had a lady take a shit next to my car. Horrible. No. Yeah, I mean, that section there, that's been a problem uh, area yeah. for a while now. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom wanted to kill my dad when yeah. he Forgetting. bought this building. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it, it's unfortunate because, you know, I mean, it's un- in my mind, it's unfortunate that we have to close it off. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's a temporary, that's temporary. It's going to eventually. This down or something. Yeah, they're, oh, this building here? Yeah. Okay, okay. They want to knock this and, like, the building next door and then put on, like, a bunch of shops hmm. and apartments. Okay. Which would be great. Mm-hmm. So I, and you know what? It all starts from the river. Mm. Like if Newburgh can do it. Right. We got it. it. Oh, we got it. Yeah, yeah for sure. For and sure. you know, that's an, a really exciting initiative that we're working on now yeah. is kind of riverfront development and working on our local waterfront revitalization program plan, which will help to inform what we see down on the river and along the fall kill and, you know, in the entirety of our community. Cause like you just said, it's true. Like you, we want to encourage growth in the entirety of the city of Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. urban core can stand density. That's best practices for planning. Right. Uh, and it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it should encourage growth that is smart and you know sustainable, but also inclusive so that nobody is pushed aside. Uh, a lot of people like to think of it as placemaking. Uh, I've heard a term recently called placekeeping. We don't oh. want to discourage new people from coming here, but we also don't want to push people away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So affordability is a huge you know, issue in housing and in rental units, but we do need more bodies in the city of Poughkeepsie. Yes. Uh, and so I think that Aww. that's where we're headed toward. You know, there's a number of new developments already underway with housing. Yeah. Queen City Lofts is an incredible example. So beautiful. Of the so way it should beautiful. be. It's so beautiful. Steel frame building. I don't know when the last time I saw a steel frame structure go up. I'm a nerd <laughs> and I notice those things. But, you know, yeah, the PK Go initiative is really putting fire in the city again. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's calling out community members. And, you know, I love that they started changing the location of where it was this summer. And it brought people who live in the city to places they had never been in the city of Poughkeepsie. It's so right. small. It's a five mile radius city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowing that there are people who had never been to Mansion Square Park, one of our most beautiful uh, open and green spaces in the city. But 
yeah, we, we need to encourage uh, development uh, and activating the space and making mm-hmm. it dynamic from the river up to the core, up to the edge of the, you know, to the east side of the city. Yeah. Right, because uh, Poughkeepsie is so accessible with the train. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's really perfect. easy to to get off the train and really just immediately go, you know, go to restaurants or, um, you know, get wherever you're going. It's 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 an ideal location. Last yeah. Yeah. you fall asleep, you wake up in Poughkeepsie. Boom. Um, as far as far as like the revitalization, is there um something that like normal? Like everyday people can do to help uh, Poughkeepsie revitalize. How can we find out where we can volunteer? Yeah, yes. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> there are a number of ways you can plug in. I'm I'm gonna say I'm biased, so I'm gonna shout out Duchess Outreach as yes. a volunteer avenue. We always oh, cool. accept volunteers. We couldn't do the work we do without nice. volunteers. And I know there are a number of other nonprofit organizations that exist in the city of Poughkeepsie that could say the same exact thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the list is is endless. Um, there isn't one central location online where you can just plug in and find all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody should build that website, please. Okay. Um, but see you also, guys later. Smart. yeah, yeah. Just so a one-stop shop to see, you know, if I'm interested in volunteering, what are the opportunities? Please do, because we need that. And then we can put it on the City of Poughkeepsie website and link to it. And then you'll okay. go viral. And viral. then you'll go viral. Then you don't need to work ever again. Yeah, okay. you're done. Say goodbye to comedy. <laughs> uh, um, always do show up at city council meetings. Um, mm-hmm. Plug in, you know, in ways that you're like the spoke rides. Sometimes we have opportunities where there's education aspects of it, teaching kids how to fix bikes. Or now cool. I think there's a consideration of how can we get city of Poughkeepsie school age children out on bikes uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. in the community and the, the possibilities are endless. It's like finding your interest and your passion and then figuring out how that can help to change the community for the better place, which, you know, y'all are doing. That's true. Like focus on focus on our our best attributes mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, then that's spread that around. Yeah, that's what happened to me two weeks ago. I, wo- I was in like a year long depression, year long low. Mm-hmm. And then I like woke up and I'm like, I know what I'm good at. What am I doing? And I put like all my things back into my business and like back into like being like like a breath of fresh air in somebody's like 24 hour day, which is like so stressful. Like they need just an hour to forget about anything. They don't have to check their phones. They don't have to read what's going on in the news. Like it's just their time to kind of focus on like me. That's it. They just focus on being on the megaformer, focus on working out and like they usually feel good every time after class. that's incredible so like oh, okay bye <laughs> like, like <laughs> i had one woman she had she had uh breast cancer and she was taking classes every day and then she was like okay i gotta go get chemo now i'm all ready to go and i'm like you're fucking amazing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. meanwhile i'm just like in my year-long loan <laughs> i mean but that's real too you know yeah they hit they they hit did you grow up in Poughkeepsie? I grew up in Lagrange, which is east of Poughkeepsie, yeah. so locally. And mm-hmm. I went initially went up to school in Burlington and moved around. Lived in Boston for a little bit in New York City. I'm not wow. like a big. I love New York and I love cities, but I like settling in in little tiny communities like Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Um, and I love being close to mountains and close to the river. So I, I found my way back up here, and I've been in the city of Poughkeepsie for around seven years now. Uh, and it's not anything like what I remember it uh, being like as a kid. I remember my mom taking me to the main mall to buy shoes. That's when it was a pedestrian mall and 
Yeah. Um, and then that just all went away and it, it kind of, you know, had this bad reputation. And I think there are parts of our community we're still coming out of that. But overall, I get an overwhelming sense of positive change um, and just like we're on the path forward. Yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. Mm. yeah but I, I, I come I came back here, you know, for a reason. I wanted to plug into my hometown and give back to it. Um, and I feel like I'm doing that. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was on your LinkedIn, it just kept saying, see more, see more, see more. And I was like, I love LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm such a nerd for LinkedIn. I'm like, forget Facebook. Do you what do you, are you on LinkedIn? You know, I have a Twitter. I never really got into tweeting. It's dark. It's a dark place. <laughs> Don't go there. Okay, I won't. Don't You've do convinced it. me. Yeah. No, TikTok I, I just, is actually nicer. I hear about TikTok. TikTok's fun. It sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can have that. It's just like a bunch of teenagers dancing and hmm. uh like Since when did all teenagers get videos? Rhythm? That's good. Oh, they found it. They found it so that they could post to TikTok. I swear to God. That's yeah. what it's about. Because I've tried making a TikTok and then it happens and it's like I can't dance and I'm done dancing now. So it's all dancing. <laughs> Kind of, um, but it's like memes. Like they were, my brother likes to trigger my parents a lot, and <laughs> my brother was showing them all like TikTok videos about World War Three, and it's all these like younger kids talking about like Call of Duty, mm. and then they're like all the Call of Duty kids like disappearing in like the video, mm -hmm. like trying to go to war, but they're not actually going. And my dad's like, I can't believe they're making fun of this. And my brother's just laughing hysterically. He's oh like, Ooh. and I'm like, ow, why are you doing that to dad? Like oh. every time, like for a Christmas party, he wore a uh, Epstein didn't kill himself sweater. And wow. my dad was like, why today? Yeah. <laughs> why on Christmas? Of all the days. <laughs> all hilarious. the days. That's what my brother chose to wear. Yeah. Shout out baby Al. What's up? Hey, baby Al. What, Shout out Amazon. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, other than, than those videos, I really have just found, it's like, it's like vines. Cause you remember, oh, vine? I remember vine. They're only like six I seconds. Miss vine. I miss vine. Yeah. It's wow. a lot like that. Throwback. Yeah. What it's a great, great though. Uh, yeah. Well now, you know, Instagram story, is there a need for anything else? I'm, you know, like, I it's so, Instagram. it's so great. I love it too. It's a I'm a social pleasure. media freak, but I do social media um as part of my job i do grant running and fundraising but also outreach communications so and you know uh just being understanding that it can be a dangerous place uh if it's used inappropriately oh, for kids totally. now especially and i yeah. am so grateful that i did not grow up with facebook or mm -hmm. anything like that but now that we have it it's a huge resource yeah uh, for so much information spreading information <laughs> getting information um you know getting the word out about events and things we use it now i made one for the poughkeepsie common council so we have a facebook mm. page we have an instagram page uh pk common council if you're interested in following you should heck yeah um, you know i have my own run with salem instagram and facebook page so it's just a really great way to show all the good work that is being done in the community and it, it's an outlet and honestly but twitter is a whole nother thing i just i'm not into it well mm -hmm. that's okay but i think it's i think it's good because often the news will be so negative but mm. people can go onto instagram and see what what positive things are happening yeah like what what are the queer eye oh. folks doing today you oh know what God, i mean I like i want to see jonathan in his like n uh, what, how many cats like six cats yeah. every morning drinking coffee it just he takes so some many stress away. Like, dancing with cats Love he it. does that sometimes he does yeah. so yeah. great
So I want to, I want to, I want to start posting videos of me dancing with my coffee in the morning. Do I think you should, Renee. Mm-hmm. Someday. I'm going to put on my Instagram calendar. <laughs> Your vision calendar for my, Instagram? My, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever make a vision board? Um, I have definitely written down goals. I haven't put it in such a beautiful way as a vision board. I've heard of vision boards, though, and I do think they can be um, successful because it is all about putting it down in in writing and kind of it then will materialize. I'm Mm. all for that Uh, analogy. I I usually use is I like to cast out my vision and just like reel it in. That's amazing. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Like real fishing. Yeah, exactly. I don't think season, baby. Wow, that's a little violent. I mean, Whoa. you took it there. I did. A little aggressive. So Renee did this thing on her vision board. <laughs> do, do it. You, go for it. Yeah. Do you? You could. You could say it because it's it's all yours. It's I'm like, not sure where you're going with it. So okay. you gotta go. You gotta go. We want to go to Peru. Nice. And Very she cool. also wanted somebody who was in Peru, mm. but it didn't end. You know, like it just. He wasn't a great. She was too good for him. That's that. That's what it was. You know, he was good for one thing, one thing only, but he was in Peru. And she, at first, was like, I'm going to put him on my vision board. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm just kidding. I'm going to take this picture, cut him out, put your face on it. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah, because his, his like, profile picture was of him in Peru. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is nice. I'll just put him on my vision board. Kill you know, two birds with one stone. I don't know. You never know, like, what these vision boards <laughs> things are going to do. And then it, like, didn't. I was like, well, this isn't this is bad this is i can't i can't stay in a relationship so i just i cut i'm an artist so i cut him out like really cleanly from the yeah, photo it was beautiful and um you know i put i'm gonna put sally's very cool Heck picture yeah. in there because she really wants to go so i'm gonna make it That's happen awesome. with my visions um, yeah you're gonna cast so. you're gonna you're gonna cast it out and reel it in reel it in there it is, there it is. yep yep do you because i see that uh, on your instagram that you're in nature a lot is that yes. is that sort of where you like that is my um nature is my anti-anxiety it's my mm-hmm. antidepressant it's my everything um oh, nice. and i need to be outside uh a large percentage of my week if i can cool. be so i love hiking i love being out in the woods um any anywhere near the river as often as I can. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I do a lot of thinking when I'm there. I'm making myself sound like a pretentious. <laughs> no. I do. It's just a nice place to be when you have any kind of half-baked idea that you mm-hmm. want to kind of, you know, see fresh forward. air. Yeah, yeah. Fresh air. It's so good. You know, I think, and, and honestly in urban communities too, now we're starting to see there's research being done that proves the benefit of proximity to open and green space. Um, for people that live in these urban communities and our urban forest is so important and we need to maintain it and Mm -hmm. we need to maintain our parks and we need to think about our streetscapes and landscaping and and things like that but yeah nature for me is is my number one no that's so cool i'm single by the way (laughs) (laughs) do you guys hear that yeah, any anybody out there who Are we likes gonna sell her? long hikes, uh, long pensive hikes. Uh, reflections, long maybe bike rides, long bike rides, Ooh. Um, sports. Are you into any? Yeah, I can play sports. Sure. Okay, sport. I mean, sporty, I, sporty, spice. sporty. Okay. I'm competitive enough to right. play sports. Do you like people that are competitive too? Or yes, yeah. You know, okay. it's 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 
it's a curse and a blessing all at the same time. This is what it, I but say. But not competitive. <laughs> this is what I say about having sex. <laughs> I mean, it's good to be, but it's more like mutual encouragement, I would okay, say. Okay, that's true. I'm not I'm I not say. competitive. People say that I'm not comp- I'm competitive, but I don't think I am. I don't feel like you're competitive. So, but I think that's cool when people are competitive because <laughs> I like I really admire you know, when people can really go out and get some, heck yeah, get something. And get I'm some just, what? Like, get some. Get their goals. Get some. Cast it out. Cast <laughs> reel it in. Out. Let's reel, reel it in it right in. now. <laughs> yeah. Getting really off topic. Let's bring it back. The third Gemini makes the big difference. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of This is a, a good dynamic. Gemini's. I feel like we're vibing right now. I'm yeah. feeling it. It's You're like, feeling the yeah, vibe. The triangulation nice. yeah, of Gemini I do. energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because we're all like little different. Little different heads. Shades of Gemini. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Gemini. Oh my god. That's a book. Write it down. (laughs) (laughs) I bet we could write it better than the Fifty Shades of Grey author. I never read it. I read the first book. That was it. Apparently it was poorly written. Hmm. It Hmm. used a lot of the same phrases over and over again. Why did it it got such great acclaim? Didn't it? Yeah. It did. I don't know. I heard I I don't did I don't know if you guys read the Twilight books. Nope. But I like the Twilight books. in my opinion, I don't know. I felt like the vocabulary in the Twilight books was pretty basic. Like, well, I, I'm not a great reader. <laughs> no, no, we know but, this. I mean, like, Renee, but, I don't know a lot of words, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think like they they sold widely because it was a good plot, but the mm. language was really accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like Stephen King. Apparently, his like you know his writing is also really accessible yeah that's like important. it's not yeah so mm-hmm. i think i think maybe that's why everybody liked it because it wasn't some pretentious it was like some marquis de sade yeah sort of super heavy have you read a marquis de sade you know in pretentious like that? i i looked through the marquis de sade because i was like what's all the hype about and Fair. i did i was not excited about it are you reading any books right now i am yes um, you reading? I'm reading this book that I have to go. I started reading a friend's copy and they needed their copy back. So I ordered a copy from our local bookstore, the Three Arts at Vassar, and Ooh. it's in and I haven't picked it up. But it's called Strong Towns. Cool. Um, Rebuilding American Prosperity. Amazing. It's that a really exciting. good book. And I really it's it's not the there's no real technical, um, you know, terminology that's over anybody's head i think it puts it into its planning and uh, community development and uh policy but it puts it in real accessible language as you were saying about 50 shades of gray but it's nothing like that uh and i think it's really important for everyone to kind of dig into it's framed really well and actually there's a strong town podcast if you're interested in kind of digging cool. in a little bit without committing to reading the book but cool. uh, yeah it's really interesting so I'm reading that and then I'm reading uh, All About Love by Bell Hooks oh. who it's it's really it's beautiful prose and it keeps me grounded um, and then I'm always reading poetry I love poetry oh that's nice yeah Mary Oliver shout out favorite Ooh, poet Mary Oliver so okay good. so I'll good to check that out check I it out yeah. so good. I've read poetry in a really long time same yeah it's, it's really calming really oh, you should uh, read or, it or like quotes on Instagram right people because I've seen Mary Oliver on Instagram yes yep you have but mm-hmm. yeah I haven't like gone out of my way mm-hmm. to actually 
read, but I bet you it is coming. It is. It's really coming. And for me personally with Mary Oliver, she uh, is a fan or was a fan. She died last year of nature. And Mm. the words that she puts down on paper just put you there. It's really great. You should check it out. Wild Geese is a good place to start. Wild yes, I've yeah. heard this. That's the most. That's one of her head. most popular poems, oh, uh, okay. and it's very powerful. It's really great. But <gasps> yeah, I love. I love reading. I'm a nerd. Let's see. What am I? I don't know if I'm reading anything. I keep. I keep picking up and putting down the same. The same books. <laughs> like I'm reading uh, the Autograph Man by Zadie Smith. Oh, and, nice. And I'm getting farther in that Is book, that and it's Dave? really good. No, I've just been trying to read it for a while. He gave me um, a Dostoevsky book called. You gotta finish that uh, book for now. <laughs> no, I gave it back to him. It's oh. called uh, Notes from the Underground. Okay. Uh, and it's sort of about it's about creating and it's it's very philosophical, but it was written, you know, in the eighteen hundreds, so a lot of it and it was translated from Russian, so wow. there's a lot of fluff yeah. in there. So I don't know. But um, I also Sounds heavy. Yeah, yeah. I really loved um, Russians. <laughs> yeah, they're Just so Russia. sad. They're so sad. I don't. I wish. <laughs> sorry to all my, our Russian listeners. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, I had a Russian gymnastics coach, so it just was putting me in a different place. That's oh, all. Is that what the look was on your face? Oh That's dear. So um, I also I finished one of the one of my favorite books for uh, 2019 was called um, Lost Connections by uh, Johan Hari, mm-hmm. and it was all about like how to become more active and kind of, you know create connections between yourselves and others in order to get out of like a funk or depression. Nice. I love that. Yeah. And so like some of the book was talking about some of the things that you mentioned, like going outside, being in nature, um, having like improving your like personal connections, um, having like a better sense of community, like, mm-hmm. like really trying to put your best attributes into your community. He also has this really great segment um, about this doctor called um, Dr. Sam uh, Everington, and he creates these um, gardening clubs, and people will um, be in charge of a plot of land mm-hmm. for like six months, 12 months, and they have to uh, create a garden. And so they're responsible for, you know, and they're outdoors, and all of them are able to um, share their trauma and they kind of they really oh. grow from it and it also like improves the the area yeah. that you know around where the center so is so great so, so so great yeah um, that's that's incredible yeah it seems like a cool like i feel like i should garden more my house plants yeah they're not doing so yeah, hot but it. maybe outside <laughs> yeah i mean it's different i would be different um, <laughs> i can't keep a well, my aloe plant is still alive which Same. is great yeah, yeah. Able to keep living, but I farmed for a summer and it completely changed my life. Oh, where'd you farm? At Ober Creek Creek Farm. Yeah. Yeah. It was one summer in my book, it will be called My Summer of Farming. And (laughs) it was just so. Uh, the experience it's hard it's hard labor Mm -hmm. but it's so fulfilling uh for all the reasons that you've just stated and just seeing that the food is going to a good place and seeing it from start to finish my first endeavor on the farm was i was thrown into the hot tunnel and we started with nothing in there and we laid down the plastic we poked the holes in the ground we put the tomato plants in we trellised them and we saw them grow through the entirety of the season from start to finish. And wow. I was just like, this is incredible. Uh, and just being down on the dirt in mm-hmm. the hot sun and just 
it was it was a great experience. I met so many of my really close friends that I still have, mm-hmm. uh, and it oh. launched me into my love of food systems. Um, mm. And kind of it, it it's a, it's a good um, outlet for me at Duchess Outreach too to have oh, that cool. experience. And now we're farming uh, behind the Family Partnership Center in the city of Poughkeepsie nice. on a small cool. urban farm and community garden. So if you're interested in renting a plot, nice. you I can do that. And you could do it together, cool. uh, which makes it, I know you all like to do things together. So <laughs> let's go. We're having a Valentine's Day dinner together. <laughs> That's so cute. Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day dinner. Just... <laughs> Very nice. Where where are you going? Am I invited? Do you want to come? Yeah, you want to come? I feel like I'm being invited. Or did I just invite myself? No, please come with us. Yeah, as long as you don't have plans. Hey, I'm single. Now you have have plans. Until, I mean, what is it, January? Yep, great. February February 14th. 14th. It's at 4 o'clock. So the last guy we had on... He um he's a personal chef, so we're going mm-hmm. to his house, and he's like cooking us a meal. So wow. oh, so it's a real. It's like this is a good Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna like- be so romantic. <laughs> it'll be candlelit. I'm sure. I'm so excited. It'll be four o'clock, so it'll probably be so dark we're outside. We're doing happy hour. Nice. Yeah. It's like a happy hour Very Valentine's cool. Day. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Awesome. Send me okay. invite. This is gonna be all so right. fun. Yeah. This will be cool. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. It's and it's all gonna be like freshly prepared yeah and farm to table, farm to table. Who's, the, who's the chef do i zach know? burger mm-hmm. oh i know zach yeah great <gasps> yeah. this is perfect yeah yes. this is gonna be awesome nice i'm nice. so excited I'm on the high five yes. oh, i'm so excited okay great. well there's there's well, there you go i got that done <laughs> that's so awesome yeah um my mom my mom has a, a small garden and she's really into um planting things and um she always is battling a different like critter which is really (laughs) funny yeah it's like every other but it's kind of cool because it's like every year is a challenge like she has new new foes Mm. like new arch nemesis to to battle against and it's and the and then it's cool because you get to you get to like reap what you sow and Mm. Mm -hmm. literally yeah there's nothing better than eating food you grow yourself yeah. yeah like rather than making it just yourself growing it is a whole nother level isn't it funny mm-hmm. that like now we're kind of like backtracking like we're being more aware of it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's like let's get back to a time where it takes longer to do certain things besides travel <laughs> like yeah everything. we want to just go to thailand and ride a elephant and yeah. it's like if you want to see animal abuse you could go to the bronx zoo right okay yeah. if you want hey i'm with you on that i hate zoos right i hate zoos. i don't like it i heard this uh german circus has developed holograms so that they no longer need to employ elephants wow that's mm-hmm. that's forward thinking i like Isn't that, that great that's yeah. awesome so yeah if you guys want to go there later sure. this year <laughs> sure. yeah some... another, that's, that could be added in germany yeah our yeah. vision board of 2020 yeah what would be on your like if you were to make one vision board 2020 what do you see on it oh mm-hmm. wow on the spot boom 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 um <laughs> gosh on my vision board well one of the i just set a goal uh last weekend and i am going to i think i need to commit to it i'm going to run the breakneck half marathon in april so i put that on there uh, I need some good. Should we do that one? Yeah, <laughs> in April. In April, it's April 11th, I believe. Ah, okay. Write it down. Uh-huh. And it's apparently, you know, it's a half marathon, but it's up a mountain or a number of mountains. So you start in Beacon. Do you have to run up the breakneck scramble? Yes. However, in a trail race, 
there's only so you can only go so fast. Okay. You know, mm. so I think it's a little more accessible. Yeah. Um, okay. If you run anywhere up to ten miles, I think you can do it if you hike. You know. Cool. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just it's a challenge. Hiker, right here. I can when hike. I get lost in hikes, oh yeah. Guys. <laughs> Not true. I just try to climb places that I'm not supposed to climb. Um, but so, so are you going to have to climb like the, the breakneck rock scramble? Yeah. So as far as I know, I looked at the route and you start at university settlement, <laughs> you climb up the back of Mount Beacon, then you go down the face and then you climb up the back. I think the West side of breakneck uh, and then you go down. No, you end up going up the face. Up okay. The face. In some in some fashion. So yes, you have to you you race the scramble. You can do race it. the scramble. She's okay. afraid of heights. I'm yeah. It is yeah. that is a frightening section of a, of yeah. a hike. Because I've be never with seen you. one. Because you're really you're not on the edge of a cliff, but you f I feel like on the, on the edge like of that. a cliff. Yeah, it does feel like so. That. Well, because you probably are driving by it and you're like, that is an edge of a something. Or even, yeah, just like being on the, you on know, the on mountain. it, on the mountain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My palms are sweating right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're like anticipating Sound like you climbing. need to put it on your vision board. Yeah. <laughs> face your fears. We got to do like, we want to do a week of like us like facing our fears for a week. Like nice. doing things like we never want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them is climbing things. Yeah. So April 11th, baby. We're Heck in yeah. there. Have you been to the climbing gym? In Poughkeepsie, oh, I have gravity vault. It's fun, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I should practice. There I think you should a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> I mean, there's no it's a way. Good workout. It is a good. It's a it's great good workout. You. Yeah, like total body. My forearms were sore, and like that's how I knew I wasn't using my legs as much. I was using my because I have really strong forearms mm -hmm. from gymnastics. Nice. Like, and yeah like i'm just using all my arms and i'm like why am i sore here but whatever it's a it's an interesting muscle group yeah for sure annoying yeah. any other like how else do you work that out i know it's pull-ups yeah i guess okay yeah you have this like these weights if you put like a you attach two weights to a string and then a and then a bar and then you have to like roll the bar up. how do you know that huh I don't Renee, how do you know yeah, that? How do okay, you know I used that? to be oh, I used to be a glass blower, right? Oh, cool. Oh. So you have to turn. Nice. It's called turning pipe. I, okay, I thought first of all, I thought this was gonna be a weirder story, and it's not. But okay, turning pipe. I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> she acted like it was gonna be like sketchy. She's like, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was a glass blower. I'm just like, in that mode. <laughs> yeah. <I> was, <laughs> Yeah, so you um you know you have to turn the glass over and over again and like the heavier the piece is on the end, the more resistance there is to turning it. Hmm. You have to turn it, you know, all at all times. So you you develop really strong forearms cuz you're just like working nice. your hand muscles the whole time. That's so interesting. But but yeah. <laughs> you don't really need it otherwise. Glass yeah, blowers, strong forearms. <laughs> Huge. Yeah, now that I know if them. you meet someone with like weird Popeye forearms and you're like, "How?" That's how. Okay. Yeah. That's very great good to, know. to know. I have a friend who's a glass blower, so now I'm going to be looking at her forearms. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, especially if they move their like thumbs and stuff, you can see all the weird little oh, wow. muscles okay. in the forearm move. Yeah. It's creepy. Hmm. But interesting. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do. So I've been rowing um, <gasps> starting this past summer down at mm -hmm. the river, and we do winter land training because we can't be out on the river in the winter. Mm. And in that, we're doing a lot of erging yeah. and a lot of tank rowing. So they put you in a tank with water. So oh, it's yeah. like you're on a boat, but you're not really moving, but moving the water. Cool. Uh, and we do like free weights and things like that. So I feel like that whole exercise and rowing works all of these different kinds of muscles that I never even knew that I had. Yeah. Uh, and brings you that meditative, more than like endorphin, the meditative state. Yeah, um, that present thing. Yeah, You're yeah. You're like, oh, this is, this is all I got to do. Yeah, Just the ultimate work. team sport too because yeah. you have to row in sync with the other rowers. Otherwise, That's your so entire cool. boat is thrown off. It's really great. So I encourage you to do that too. Ooh, <laughs> you're encouraging. Yeah. About it. Cool. I love talking about working out too. Yeah. So like we the, do too. Uh, that was, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just fun. Yeah. I gotta get you at Studio 8. I know, I have to. I feel so bad that I haven't been. And I want to do bad. your spin class. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go. Come. For sure. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm, maybe time. this week. This I week I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I teach tomorrow at 6 a.m. And then Oh when, my God. Yeah, Wednesday That's at early. five thirty and six thirty, and then Fridays at in 5 the morning or okay at night. Okay, Wednesday and Friday at Fit Social, and then Studio Eight. I'm there this weekend, Saturday mornings, okay. and I'm usually there every day. Okay. So any just of message her, me. Okay. any of her stalkers, she just gave you oh, her shit. entire the entire uh, schedule. schedule. Oh, don't show up. Uh, but have you been to Fit Social yet? I have. Yeah, I went to one uh, hit class. It was great. It was very challenging. Cool. I need to get back. I'm figuring out what works in my uh, schedule. Because I think I, because like, I think Steve will let me, because I'm allowed to bring someone like a week free. Okay. If you want to do that. Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, Steve's great and Fit Social is awesome and I want to support it. Um, so I'm considering, I have to figure out which membership package works best for and me. And also you're so busy. Yeah. You're but like, you need yeah. to work out. Like, yeah. You definitely you know, do. It just keeps me, like you were saying, it's that time that we take for ourselves and it keeps you more sane. For me, if I'm not physically active, then I'm just, you know, not I spiral myself. Same. Yeah. And I think this year when I, when I really was like going heavy and stand up and like open mics every night, like mm. it was just throwing me off because I'm out until like. 10 to 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. and then I'm up at 6 or 7 trying to teach and then this and that and then running a business and then I'm like I am so like I'm doing two opposite things yeah. so and it was like I was driving everywhere and I wasn't eating as well and I'm just like it's it was hitting me really hard and then now that I'm super active again and making time for me I'm like whoa Hey, Sally. Yeah, Where yeah, have you yeah. been? You're back. Yeah, that's so Where important. <laughs> Where are you? That's mm -hmm. such an important message, though, because it is lose, easy to lose yourself in, you know, those kinds of other kinds of priorities. Right. Uh, but then when you start, you know, realizing, and it takes a realization to prioritize yourself. Yeah. It just clicks in. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah, because I think, I think, too, like, we often forget that we're, like, I'm so in my head all the time. I forget that my physical body is like really affects my mental state mm -hmm. yeah. you know it's like i it's so it's so easy to to forget it but it's like such a basic just like a really basic principle just move yeah just move around that should right. be the hashtag yeah. yeah just move just move move that's, around i mean they're saying even like 30 minutes of physical activity a day and that's all we really need yeah you know mm -hmm. for most yep. people um, but yeah, and eating well and all the things, all the things, all the things, all just do all I the things. I love that phrase. All do the things. all of the things. Go for it. Um, 
Um, okay, I, so the half marathon's on the vision board. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's on the vision board. Um, get better, getting better at rowing um, nice. is on the vision board. Uh, gosh, what else? I don't Back even on know. the spot, baby. Yeah, I, I feel on the spot. More <laughs> hikes, getting out up to the Catskills more. Oh, nice. Um, taking time for myself, going on a vacation somewhere. Yeah. Um, I got to, you know, I have to schedule vacations. Otherwise, I won't do anything mm-hmm. and like schedule taking time off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to get better at that just to take some time away. I'm not sure where. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a, a eventual vision board, I want to get out to Japan and, you know, travel. I just feel so glued to Poughkeepsie right now that I'm kind of yeah. like right. digging in. Yeah. But I know, you know, I want to get out of the country more and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get up to Canada too, eat some poutine. Yeah, um, Montreal. We're trying to go oh, to Montreal nice. too. Yeah. So yeah, cool. you ever yeah. want to get on the Montreal train? Yeah, Choo-choo. we're trying to know like, like three or four days. Are you actually taking the train? We might, because you know there's a train. It's like oh, hours I'm not doing a train. Like I would rather. I know, but it's so picturesque. You yeah, like it go sounds great. Up How through long is Albany. It? She loves doing these then... long ass trips. Sounds fun. We drove to Chicago. Wow, that was intense. We Maybe not again. We could have flunked. And Maybe. then she invited me to her grandmother's 93rd birthday, and I was like, "Are we gonna fly?" She was like, "Um." <laughs> I'm like, it sounds fun. You probably bonded so much <laughs> with your Chicago road trip. We actually it's true. did. It was a lot of bonding, but I feel a bad. I felt guilty. I'd like at the end of the trip, I'm always like, never again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never doing this again. It was rough, and yeah. I'm not a like a great sleeper. Like when I sleep, I wake up startled. Like I was just be able to sleep, and I'm like. Renee's like, do you know that you do that every time that you nap? And I'm like, I wasn't aware of it. And now, like in my like, like even in the morning, I wake up like startled up for the day. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. always waking up from a nightmare. We better, we better talk to Linda about that. Linda, what does it mean? What does it mean? Shout out Linda uh, Hill. Linda. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I like, I like driving up to Montreal too because you get to see the Adirondacks. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful drive. I love cool. driving. I've yeah. taken a number of solo road trips. One of the most memorable in my recent past was down to Montgomery, Alabama. Oh. Uh, and that was to go see the Legacy Museum and the Lynching Memorial. And oh. it was, I've never been like really in the deep south. Like I've been to mm-hmm. South Carolina to go to the beach and to go to Charleston and yeah. Atlanta and Florida to go to Disney World and things like that. But I wanted, you know, to get down first to go see the museum. Second, to put myself down in that area of the country just to see what's up. And Montgomery, Alabama is a beautiful city. Uh, with beautiful that. infrastructure it reminded me a little bit of Poughkeepsie uh, uh, beautiful people and the museum was so impactful and inspiring and really upsetting uh, but it was yeah. necessary and I felt so grateful to have had the opportunity to go and do that but I made the decision to drive just so I could also stop in DC and visit a friend and do the whole National Mall which I hadn't done in a while and I went to Shenandoah and I camped out for a little bit in the national park there and did some hikes so didn't get eaten by a bear wow congratulations thank you you it's funny because they were like black bears are real in shenandoah national park and i'm like all right cool cool i'm gonna head to (laughs) trader joe's and like buy all of the salmon to cook while i'm camping because i'm not thinking oh my (gasps) gosh i was like oh no wait why did i buy salmon what 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 do i do i'm like where are the bears but it was fine i didn't get eaten. nothing got eaten i survived uh, and I'll never forget, as I was driving out of Shenandoah to head to Georgia, I was exiting the southern part of the park. And right, it was early in the morning, 
and it had been raining downpour the night before and I was miserable in my tent for like a second I'm like no I'm over this I don't want to camp anymore but you know you go through those things and I'm like no you're gonna camp you you can't go anywhere now it's nighttime yeah but I was leaving the next day anyway so anyways driving out of the park what flies above me is this huge bald eagle and I was just like whoa like if that's not a sign I don't know what is and then I entered Georgia to a big Trump Pence sign (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, here we are, ready to go. <laughs> Welcome to the problem. <laughs> the so, most beautiful thing, and then <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, it was just, said, hey, remember me? I'm life. Exactly. Like, wait, over here, over here. But yeah, traveling alone too, and especially a long—that was a long car ride, and it just like I feel like even in this country, you know, I just feel like it's accessible because it's not perceived to be you know dangerous it's honestly it's unfortunate that traveling anywhere alone if you're a woman or non-binary uh gender is perceived to be dangerous and it is i guess yeah Um, i'm I'm scared talking about it yeah and you know my parents were frightened like why are you gonna do this i'm like i have to go do this as a queer person too put myself in like the deep south and you know just it's it's a it's a different encounter however when you're traveling in a group of people you experience things differently that's true and i wanted that solo experience of that specifically uh and i'll be back but yeah just i like camping by myself and going up to the national parks and experiencing all that by myself i love being with friends and people i'm a gemini yeah (laughs) however like those kinds of things i really you know they're such valuable um experiences to for self-development and growth and things it like shows you you can be self-reliant yeah at the end of the day you're like i camp by myself yeah shenandoah right hear me roar like i'm ready for you georgia yeah, no, exactly. I want to do it. Yeah. 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 Where would you recommend, like, someone like me? Yeah, starting off camping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a beginner. So, actually, Nori Point up in Hyde Park, oh, they have campsites. Um, super accessible. It's, like, right outside your house. It's five minutes away. Oh, it's and it's beautiful. <laughs> there's cabin sites. There's tent sites. It's beautiful. There's little fire rings. I might just start there for, like, a night camping just okay. to try it out. I mean, I went all, all in. Before, I went to Acadia as my first solo camping trip. And before that, I had never camped in the woods. We didn't grow up going camping. I would beach camped, which was wow. great, too. Because you're on the beach and you're camping. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with that. But I would never camped in the woods. So I, like, dug in. And mm-hmm. it was frightening. I'm not going to lie. My first night, I was like, getting all packed up, made my fire, got my food ready, coffee ready for the morning. And I was like, okay, time to read a book. And every single sound, you're like, what was that? Who was that? You know, like, yeah. you're just like, I just did that thing you told me not to do, like, spin my head around the mic. But. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, once you get over that, you're like, this is great. I'm here in the woods. And by the time you're, you know, done experiencing the park, you're exhausted anyways. You're going to bed. But it's nice. But accessible camping, Nori Point, even up in the Catskills, there's so many great camping sites. And you're usually kind of sur- more surrounded by people there. But it's not, like, super close and right on top of each other. I would try cool. it. Yeah, we should try At it sometime. At least once. Okay. I would try it. All right. That and sounds I'll, good. I'll probably fun. end up liking it. You're going to love it. Like, I don't know. It needs to have bathrooms. I'm like... So, <laughs> there are some sites with bathrooms. I'm so bougie. Like, I could walk for 15 minutes. Okay, 15, 20 minutes to a bathroom. I just need to know it's there. Like, mm, knowing okay. that it's there. Fair. I'm like, oh, okay. See, I'm good. 
the woods. <laughs> I can go in the woods. You got I mean, like, woods. I feel like, you know, I've done that, like, a few drunk nights, so why wouldn't I be able to do it camping yeah, sober? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you would have to. And, like, there's nothing like coffee um, that's heated on, like, a campfire. Anything cooked on a campfire just yeah. tastes better. Oh, yeah. In my mind. It's just, All like, that, fire like, charcoal. cooked. Yeah. yeah. So good. good stuff. Yum. Yeah. Um, let's see. So while you were in um, Alabama, like, what was the, like... I guess you went to go see the the museum specifically, but like what else what else did you go and partake of in Montgomery? Sure. So I uh, love fried chicken. And yes. so I was in the fried chicken capital of the country, which is the yeah, South. Baby. No you know? way. So okay. I had done my research. I looked up the number of New York Times articles, you know, 48 hours in Montgomery, Alabama to eat. You know, what do you eat? Mm-hmm. So I def- I went to a number of really awesome restaurants uh, and ate fried chicken and <sighs> collards and Um, all the good stuff and i explored in montgomery um there you know it's the capital there's the first confederacy um the first the first white house of the confederate uh is in montgomery alabama right outside of the state capitol building it's a small yellow house um and it's in front of it is this huge statue of jefferson davis who is basically not a kind person or wasn't mm-hmm. a kind person in history mm-hmm. um and i just thought it was so interesting that they had that structure still standing yeah they still have that yeah, yeah. and the house so i went for a tour obviously of the first but White didn't house. they take down gandhi like a few of his statues or am i just i think seeing... that's in india oh yeah right i yeah because of the like the, the allegations yeah. or whatever you know it's mm-hmm. it's a really the 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 issue with the memorials i understand that the civil war the confederate army uh and that sentiment is a part of our history however it is not adding any value to where we're at right now and put it sure in a museum put it in the history books why do we need a statue memorializing it when we have absolutely no very few now memorials of our enslaved um, you know, oppressed past. And that's why I mm. made it, like, it was so important for me to go down to Montgomery and go to that museum. Uh, but then again, you know, seeing, you know, the statues of Jefferson Davis, seeing, you know, all of these figures of the Confederate army uh, that were Ugh. being memorialized and I couldn't figure out why. Uh, and then walking through the lynching memorial and literally having my breath taken away from me mm-hmm. while I was entering the memorial. I don't know if you've seen a picture of it. I saw They're some pictures. huge, these big iron boxes basically, and they represent, um, you know, the people who had been hung um, through the entire, uh, you know, of slavery and, and, and even afterwards. And, you know, they each had the county uh, where they were from and then the names of the people listed. And so you walk, as you walk through it, the floor kind of um, dips down and, and you're wa- you're walking and they're hanging above you all of a sudden. It's super immense and powerful. Wow. Uh, and there's water coming down from it. And it's a great, it's beautifully designed by Michael Murphy, actually, who's from Poughkeepsie no uh, of mass design. Really? Yeah. So it is, it was so powerful. And I wanted that. I wanted those feelings, you know, I wanted to be connected to that and I wanted mm. to confront the ugliness of that past and the legacy museum itself did that as well. Like I couldn't take my sunglasses off cause I was just crying. I was just like, yeah. this is too much. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely super impactful. But yeah. So in Montgomery, besides all of that, I just went to all the spots and tried mm-hmm. to, you know, I went to the other, there's another uh, longstanding civil rights museum that I, I love, you know, making sure that I was spending money in places that needed it too. Because uh, a lot yeah. of these initiatives are undertaken by nonprofits um, that are small and that mm-hmm. do other kinds of work. 
in oh, cool. in the cause. So yeah, so I did a number of those kinds of things, and then you know explored the city, mm-hmm. uh, went out to like the hot spots, or according to the New York Times, hot spots. <laughs> you know, I tried to like, um, yeah, it was funny because you know I'm queer, and I felt like I was like, oh, the South, they're gonna hate me down there. I'm like, wish me luck, everyone. Oh, but yeah. it was great. It was like I went to the restaurants, and it seemed like they sent me like whatever queer server they had working, like was my <laughs> server. I'm like, are you doing this on purpose, oh or am I just like too in tune to this? It was, oh. it was cool. It was. I felt I did not once feel even like stopping into the gas stations with all the Confederate propaganda. I never really felt like you know outside Singled of out no, or, okay. no, no, no that's yeah. good yeah, yeah it was it was it was uh it was a good feeling uh and i i love the south i have this weird affinity toward the south all right mm. i love poughkeepsie but i mean there's something about just the south there's like a lot to, there's so much to learn about the south yeah. and there's like just there's a lot of stuff that i feel like as northerners we can kind of yeah maybe it's because i grew like, up in the north probably mm-hmm. and you know i always when i was a kid i always wanted to move out to california that was like my end goal that, that was on my vision board <laughs> yeah i guess every kid right growing up like california and texas randomly too mm. it's like oh. obsessed with cowboys and you know and just being in texas for some reason that, that you say you like to do a lot of camping but i've seen you, you also do some foraging do you ever like forage when you camp funny story yeah i i try to mushrooms mostly um cool. and there's you know, morels are in this area, um, and then uh, chicken of the wood mm, mushrooms, mm-hmm. which are really great. Yeah. Uh, and they're usually out in August around the Hudson Highlands and other places. Um, mm. But I kind of have been limiting my foraging because I had a, a health scare. That was just me, like, working it up in my mind. Did you accidentally do the so, real mushrooms? No. No. Oh, you mean like psilocybin? <laughs> yeah. No. It wasn't, it wasn't that. Um, so I, I had found chicken of the wood mushrooms Mm -hmm. and I knew they were chicken of the woods and I sent them to my mushroom friends and I'm like hey mushroom friends what do you think and they're like yeah 100% take them I was like great so I harvested a bunch of them and I was going to a barbecue so I obviously brought them to the barbecue and I shared them with people and then the the entirety of my week every single meal had chicken of the wood mushrooms so I I you know I was eating the mushrooms like merrily along the way um then, you know, one day I woke up and I felt a little weird and I was mm. like, something's not right, like in my digestive system or something. Oh, so obviously I jumped to WebMD uh, and Google <laughs> and I start just, you know, figuring out what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Am I dying? Do I have to go to the doctor? All these other things. I'm texting my horticulturist friend because I'm like, she must know what's going on you with me. You have such knowledgeable friends. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> so lucky. Uh, you're only as strong as your network. Uh. Uh, oh, yes. Power in that statement. And it's, it, that is an important thing to have a diversity, you know, a horticulturist friend. Like if I see a plant and I don't know what it is, how that is so convenient. Just send a picture. You meet them. Yeah. That, you know, and farming really opened up my my world. And also I worked in um, Zero Waste um, oh, for nice. an organization called Zero to Go. And that put me out at events and around town in the area. And you and end up interacting with a number of different kinds of people working in all different kinds of industries. Um, so cool and i'm just a i'm a friendly person yeah you're an inspiration thank you Mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to toot my own horn i am a gemini but i just toot toot it you're allowed to toot it i like i like people i like interacting with people you've earned thank you thank you Mm -hmm. i appreciate Mm -hmm. that so i'll toot a little bit um but anyway so Mm -hmm. you know my friend was like you gotta call poison control and i was actually on the phone with poison control too so i called poison control and this wonderful woman her name was maggie was on the phone i'm like maggie this is the situation what do you think? 
she tells me I have to go to the ER. I was like, mm, <gasps> interesting. I'm at work too. So I hang up the phone and my coworkers know that I'm just like you know, a hypochondriac. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is insane. What's going mm -hmm. on? And they're like, you got to go. You got to go. She told you to go. You got to go. I'm like, mm -hmm. but instead I'm going to go to urgent care just because I don't want the five. This is, it's horrible Discount. because, <laughs> right. And people make that decision too. Obviously, like at the end of the story, I'll just cut to the chase. I wasn't dying. I went to urgent care. Mm -hmm. My urgent care doctor jumped on the phone. Also talked to Maggie. We both decided, you know, I can get your blood work back fast enough. He first wanted to know all about foraging mushrooms. I'm like, this is not the time, doc. I like, <laughs> I think something may be wrong with me, but at the end of the day, everything was fine. Um, but that being said, it brought up a really important, um, you know, fact, and that is people in this country make that decision all the time, whether or not they want to go take care of a health issue or 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 have food on the table for their families because they mm. can't afford to do both. Right. And that, you know, it, like those kinds of lessons and insights and just putting it in on in, into practice and seeing it knowing that my situation obviously wasn't dire however somebody could be dying of something and yeah. just you know really essentially poverty because they just don't have the care that they need or access to that care mm -hmm. um so that was a nice reminder what, of that. But yes, they... I love foraging. <laughs> <laughs> but like what? So what did they, what was it? Was it just like. I just ate it, too many mushrooms. You ate too yeah, many. Yeah. And I was just, okay. it was just like, he was just like, take it easy. Like, oh. why do you got to eat like pasta, egg mushroom, like all the things. Because oh, when you like cook them up, day. they're like chicken. It tastes like chicken. It does taste exactly like so chicken. So delicious. I'm just. I, all right. You have to make me mushrooms and I'll see if I can do Do you not like mushrooms? No. And oh I'm my Italian. Gosh. Mushrooms. So I'm are like a like, fake Italian. Everyone wow. gets upset. Really? Mm -hmm. They're so nutritious. They're so yeah. nutritious. I'm not going to get upset if you don't like them. You don't have to I'm like mushrooms. I'm a little upset. But see? Okay. <laughs> People get upset. Renee. I'm a little upset. <laughs> I got a little Italian in me and I mm -hmm. never liked mushrooms growing up. But one day I just had really well prepared mushrooms. Yeah. I want to yeah. try them well prepared, I guess, because. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to make them well. I know myself. Yeah. I mean, like shiitake mushrooms mm, and a little so bit good. of. So good. Ah, man. Yeah, with what shallots. Is dinner? What is yeah. foraging mushrooms for like listeners that don't know? Sure. So it's, me. you know, you want to, before you pick anything off out into of the woods, you want to make sure with 100% certainty that you know what you're foraging. Otherwise, you can die. Um, because there are poisonous lookalikes to many mushrooms, um, and there's poisonous lookalikes to many edible, um, you know, um, food items that you would find in the woods. Mm -hmm. So that's really important right off the bat. I suggest getting a book. Even if you have a book, though, IDing them can be difficult. Mm -hmm. um, but there are mushrooms that you'll know right off. Like chicken in the woods are easy to ID. Morels, when they are in season, are easy to ID. Chanterelles are another really great mushroom that are easy enough because they're like bright orange and they're tiny little trumpet-like uh -huh. guys. Um, but yeah, so you go in and it's really frustrating because you never see them when you want to see them. And you're searching all around the woods and you mm -hmm. feel like a little forest gnome. And then you finally, you know, happen upon a mushroom and you get really excited and then you cut it out of the ground with a knife. Uh, so it's good to carry like a pruning knife or I always have a knife in my backpack when I go hiking. Yes. Just, just because safety and things. Yeah. Um, and also She's carrying. That's right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And so you cut it and store it in a paper bag and, you know, you make sure it's not infested with any pests and you cook it and you eat it. And it's, and it's beautiful. And, you know, there's also ramps are wild leeks. 
that are in this area during the springtime and i have a spot i'm not gonna tell you where because you have to keep your foraging spots secret otherwise because then people go out and they over forage and then they're gone and it's not responsible i love that it's a secret it's a secret so i have a you know a wild leek (laughs) spot ramps and those are incredibly delicious and eggs and omelets and everything Yum. Yeah. Do you ever <laughs> do you ever have to compete against other yes. foragers? Yeah, like, like, do you guys I, make eye contact? Like <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting. When I'm hiking and I see a mushroom, mm-hmm. I make sure like nobody's around me. I'm like, no one can see me. Take oh my this. god. Wow. Because you it's don't want to get your spots. Well, yeah, a little bit. Well, you know But not really. They're close guarded. I know a number of people that have morel morels are the hardest for me to find i've Mm. I've only found one morel in my entire life in my entire life like i've been foraging for my entire life which i haven't (laughs) 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 maybe like this huge ordeal but i have a friend of mine who has this like a primo morel spot and he will not tell tell me Oh, I'm I keep mad. asking for my birthday. I'm like, can you just take me there for my birthday? Yeah, just blindfold Something. you. Exactly. If I'm like, you. I trust Meanwhile, you. Blindfold me. Yeah. Turns on location services. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you know, Drops a pin. It's just so <laughs> sacred to people that you know uh, forage for them. It's like Pokemon, like Pokemon Go. It's a little bit yeah, like that. It does. A, it, Even hipster, harder though. Hipster Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah. Hipster Pokemon Go. Am I, are you calling me a hipster? No, no. I just. <laughs> Careful. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. Knife City. Knife City. <laughs> um, it took me this long to get what chicken in the woods was. So, oh, there. yeah, the mushroom. Yeah, chicken. It tastes like chicken. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you go fry it up. It, and yeah. that's the thing you saute it in butter. Butter is the best way to cook any mushroom, in my opinion. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred cool. percent. Butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And Make a mushroom cutlet. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I want to try that. mushrooms. Oh, so good. Very All right. Meat replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been considering going veg again. I was just going to ask you. I'm yeah. not. I was a vegetarian for nine years, and then I went to a, a really banging barbecue restaurant eating my vegetarian sides, Oops. and I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I got brisket, Aww. and I ate it, and it was delicious. And now I eat meat uh not as frequently, and I ensure that it is um, local, sustainably raised, and treated well however i understand it's still super problematic and one of the most impactful things that we can do um to mitigate the negative impacts of climate change is just cutting meat out of our diet i know Um, amen yeah that's just it that's just a plain and simple fact and i know that but renee and i had a steak sandwich today good for you i can't wait (laughs) so good was it where'd you go uh los ornitos oh oh, nice cool i didn't know they had lunch i thought it was Breakfast. I don't know why I haven't been there. Oh. It's so good. I need to go there. Chilean yeah. bakery. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they have egg sandwiches and we had a churrasco sandwich. Yeah. So good. 100%. Yum. Wow. Changed my life. So really? Yeah. Ooh, I Very good. There. I yeah, try not yeah, to yeah. eat the whole thing every time and then I ate it. I mean, so. hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Uh oh. I know. Bam. I feel bad. But about no, it. don't feel bad. No, don't, I don't think. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make anyone. I. I mean, I make myself feel bad thinking about it. But Same, because I want to go right, more, more veg without meat. Right. So, and it's easy, especially during the week. Yeah. Like, I don't need you a don't lot of meat. Exactly. If you meal prep, I think exactly. It's easy. And that that's yeah. even a benefit too. Like I should be yeah. meal prepping more often. Hundred percent. You know, tonight mm-hmm. I'll hopefully go home and have the energy <laughs> to cook. For the rest of the week. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's tempeh and tofu. Uh, there's so many mushrooms. So many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. saw 
something about um like meat um they're like like scientifically making meat impossible burger yeah yeah Yeah. and then it's kind of like test tube meat too Mm. they wanted to try like uh which just freaks me out more. Yeah. Like a little bit. I, yeah. That's I why just, I have kind of like a hesitation about like vertical farming and things. Like there's such a value in growing food in the soil. Mm, that's true. Uh, yeah. You actually get more nutrients that way. That's why I always encourage, like I eat the food right out of the soil. And they're like, oh, it's dirty. It's good for your gut. Actually, that's how you yeah. get, that's how you get B12. Oh yeah. Really? It's from the like fungus in the dirt. Oh. That's what, uh, we, like from, I got that from Game Changers. Hmm. I think I don't know um, pay attention at that part. <laughs> <laughs> so if you pull, if you pull stuff out of the ground, there's all that, yeah, you good know, stuff, and you especially know? if it's like organic an organic farmer, that's not spraying a bunch of crap right onto yeah. the ground. And, you know, yeah, exactly. It, there's such a value in that. And if we have to think of creative solutions to farming for the future, fine. But mm-hmm. for right now, I want to protect and preserve the land that we have for farming. And I know yes. already, you know, one of my, hard fought causes is how and you know questions too is how we can create a more equitable and just food system mm-hmm. here in the hudson valley as a start and in that you know you're thinking a lot about access to land for farmers and the ways that we are growing our food and and who is involved in that and if you think about it food is literally woven within every single piece of our communities you know from the distributors to the storage facilities to our hospitals our schools all of our institutions every single person throughout their day uh and it is an economic driver and right. we have an opportunity to kind of um fix the pieces of the system that aren't working mm-hmm. and i think we have a real great opportunity to do it here in the Hudson valley because of our wealth of land and farming and food and the bounty that it is but unfortunately too because of also you know the lack thereof and access to for our small urban communities like the city of poughkeepsie that um, presents the opportunity yeah i mean it's a i think it's a huge opportunity because you know it's a way of keeping uh, money in the in the community so right. if you have people in the urban areas growing the food that's used in the restaurants mm-hmm. in the urban areas that's a that's a way to keep exactly I constant mean, cycle yeah. exactly and that's how it exists naturally you know mm-hmm. for and since human existence we've been growing our own food and then like you were saying now we're finally getting back to that but finally. why do we why were we so disconnected from the food that we were putting in our bodies and now the instances of obesity and, you know, other diet related illnesses Mm -hmm. is increasing and increasing. And, you know, physical exercise, yes, but food too, it matters. Mm -hmm. But you put in your body, you can work out all you want if you're not eating the right things or not eating enough or eating too much, you know. Mass production. Exactly. A lot of bodies, a lot of big, yeah, slaughterhouses, a lot of big business, big Big business. Big, big, big And we have all the pieces of a small local food system here in the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Uh, shout out Hudson Valley for that. Yeah. I'm loving the Hudson Valley. And Poughkeepsie. Shout it out. Yeah. Shout it out. <laughs> I think there's a lot of opportunity in Poughkeepsie and the Hudson Valley and Beacon. And it's like everybody needs everyone around them. And there's so much diversity in skills and skill sets. Mm-hmm. And it's you could turn to your left or your right and the person next to you is working on, you know, five or six different things. And they're all very like yeah. passionate. And so I think you can't necessarily find that everywhere. And it's, it's very true. special. That's really yeah. what draws me to this community is that yeah. almost collective 
unconsciousness that exists in it. It's thread mm. between all of us. When you go from Beacon to Kingston to Newburgh to Poughkeepsie, you feel it all there. Yeah. We're so lucky we have that. All connected by it's the true. Hudson River. Yeah, we yeah. want growth. Yeah. And the like younger people especially, yes. they want to see more. They're like, hello, like we can't afford to be in the city or Westchester right. and we want the same things. So we're going to do mm -hmm. what we can and we'll do our best. And that's the thing too, though, is we need then now those jobs to follow so people yes. can make a quality of like uh, living here, you mm -hmm. know, moving up from the city, having to spend less money on housing. Uh, however, we still need, you know, a more diversity of uh, work force yes yes yeah. do you ever think about you know because it, it, in the last century like in the 50s and you know 50s to the 70s there was a lot of um removal of like large businesses do you do you think of attracting more like more large like for instance ibm was like a large contributor to poughkeepsie mm -hmm. do you think of attracting trying to attract businesses like that are you looking for more like startups or um, I am I encourage a mix right uh, in mm -hmm. everything uh, everything in moderation and everything in in a nice diverse mix what mm -hmm. exists naturally in in our our world in nature is diversity and that's how it functions most effectively cool. and so in our bodies the same thing we're mm -hmm. diverse yeah. uh, and so in our communities it has to be the same thing we need the diversity um, I, something went wrong when we were encouraging more of those larger industries coming into communities. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that necessarily means that it, it always has to go in that way. I think mm -hmm. we need connections from those larger industries to the communities to be strengthened right. if we're going to contend and entertain them coming, coming in. But I also, you know, we're trying to encourage with the innovation rezone, a creative class. We're trying cool. to encourage new kinds of industry yeah. makers. Uh, artists, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, all skill sets and, and a diversity of level of, of kind of job. Uh, we want it here, you know. So City of Poughkeepsie nice. student graduating sees that their community holds value and they can add to that. Yes. Right, right. They We're going to get it. Let's get it. We're going to cast Let's it, it. Reel, reel it in. Reel it in. Yes. Big hmm. fish. Big fish this year. 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020. You're the big fish. This is it. Yeah, 2020. Mm -hmm. Is it actually the year of the big fish? Or you just, I mean, I yeah, know. sure. I don't know. Should we make it that way? Yeah. <laughs> just, we're going to rebrand the Chinese uh, New Year as year oh, of the big fish. We can't do that. Italians tend to do those things to the Chinese. <laughs> AKA, Noodles. shout out Andrew Schultz <laughs> for that great joke. Yeah, anyways, when he's listening. When he's so. listening. Awesome. Well, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah this has been so great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. It was great. Great yeah, conversation. And you're always welcome to come back thank if you. there's ever anything you really want to talk about cool. or no. please. Yeah. 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 I would love to. That'd be awesome. Great. Well, well, thank you so much. Thank you. And um, thank you guys for listening. Um, is there a certain. A certain yeah. A certain... Where can people find you? Sure. So I'm on Facebook. Um, Sarah A. Salem is my political page. Uh, if you're on Facebook, and you type in Run With Salem, you'll find it that way. I'm on Instagram as well. Please do follow City of Poughkeepsie Common Council on Facebook and on Instagram. Follow Duchess Outreach on Facebook and on Instagram, Food Access, Emergency Relief Services. Um, I want to shout out all the websites and also follow PK Go. Yes. yes. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Love you so much. Take care. Bye.